That's great because a lot of people they're, they're, they're a lot of people are not role playing. Number one, um, and number two, having that accountability partner on the back end to be able to have someone to hold you accountable to something. So it's not letting the other off the hook, but it's sometimes maybe trying to help out with not just the scripts, but again, accountability. So it works for us. We're terrible at the beginning. We would stumble through it because we didn't have an internalized, but you internalize the script. Um, you're able to not be stumped. You're able to respond and listen instead of like, focusing on the words on the script because you know it. What's going on, everybody? It's me, it's Aaron Wittenstein, and I'd like to welcome you to Vulcan 7 Roadmap. This is where we teach you how to take an additional two, three, four, five hundred sixty-three million point seventeen listings a week. All right. And for all the way from Palm Beach, we have her all the way from Palm Beach Gardens, Kelly Rosso. Kelly, how are you doing today? I'm excellent, Aaron. Thank you. Oh, you're very, very welcome. So um Kelly here, we were chatting it up here a little bit before. She's been doing this for like a long time, okay? <laughs> Put it this way, I think I had hair back when she started making phone calls, okay? Um, how, how long have you been making phone calls for? At least 10 or 15 years. Okay, if you had to guess, it's closer to 10 or closer to 15. What do you think? Um, using Vulcan, at least 10. Oh, wow, okay, got it. That's, yeah. uh, that's a whole decade of making phone calls right there, right? It is. So, all right. So I know a lot of agents are, are new. A lot of people that watch this are in general are newer. You know, they've called for three months, six months, nine months, a year or two. How do you possibly maintain? I mean, are you like a everyday caller or like, you know, is, is I, how, how, how does that work? I am. Um, first of all, I time block my calendar. I actually, I'm old school. So I have, you know, a little paper calendar, um, <laughs> I go through and I decide, okay, so on Monday, I'm going to go to Aaron's class at one on Tuesday and Thursday, I go to Jim's class at two. And even if you're just listening and you get one or two little pieces or nuggets from those, it kind of keeps you going. It gives you different ideas, but I'm time blocked so that my scripts partner, I call her around seven 30. So it's not exactly seven 30 every day. It just depends. Um, we generally don't skip. Um, I do have one scripts partner. I know sometimes people will say have four or five. Um, I tried that. It didn't work well for me. So I stuck with one and um, she's pretty honest with me. If we sound snippy or if we sound tired, we will tell the, the other and um, we screw up in the morning and we laugh about it. Um, during the day, we will actually I have an iPad that's next to my regular computer where I dial and I'll, I'll just text her and say, okay, this is what I just got. What could I have said differently? And she'll do the same. Or if I'm at like four, I'll just say, Hey, here's my number. And then she'll text me back where she is. So if she's at 12 and I'm at four, I keep dialing and vice versa. So it's an accountability partner along yeah. with the scripts partner. So I know in the morning, I don't get to sleep in. I'm on the phone and I've got four kids. So they're seeing what I do and they know, okay, mom is working just because they don't see me outside the house doesn't mean that right. I'm not working. And I make them respect that. Like if they're going to walk 
through my area, you're walking through my office. So, um, and then I dial until either I hit my number or I have the right amount of um, appointments or some days you're just done and you have hit your number or maybe not a lot of people answered, but you just keep going and you, you don't get tied to the outcome. I don't take it personally. My first call today, they were not real kind. You get to decide who you're going to work with. So if they're going to double F bomb me, then I cross them off the list and I put them in a little folder that says terrorist. And I just don't call them back because it sometimes they'll maybe have a bad day. And then sometimes that's really them telling you who they are. And so when they do that, you have to believe them. Um, there are other people to work with. There, there are plenty. So I don't get worried about that. Um, okay. I have so many questions right now for you. Okay. I, like you just threw like a bunch of stuff at me in a good way, in a good way. Um, all right. Number one. So when people role play in the morning, I personally think they all do it wrong. Okay. I'm not going to tell you why I'm not what I'm, you do it regularly. So can you just share how a proper role play should, we wouldn't have to, we can role play if you want, but like, how should a proper, what's the word like setup for role play go? When, when you're doing it with okay, somebody. Okay, so we, we do greet each other in the morning. I know some people will get on the phone and then they'll just jump into it. 7.30 is early for me, and so we ease into it. Um, I've got my scripts in plastic. I've got expireds on one side. I have it for sale by owner on the other side. Lately, we've been sometimes taking your scripts that you have created and we've heard in your, your 2 o'clock class on Monday, and we've implemented and then it's funny because we go, wow, that's a lot shorter than the other one. And it got to the point really quickly and you just got the appointment. So um, we we don't always try and stump each other, but um, we're using Mike Ferry. I don't know. Sometimes she has a different script for FISBO okay. um, and it sounds very conversational. So we just she'll run through um, expired. I run through expired. We give feedback after one does it and then we'll jump to for sale by owner. Um, and that's it. We get off the phone. Um, I'll ask or she'll ask, like, what do you have going on today? How much are you going to do? Um, so this year we've kind of implemented, I have to hit my number and we know what the other's number is. And so if at this time of day, I'm not hearing her or seeing her come through my text, like, Hey, I hit, I think her number's like 15. Um, I didn't hit 15. I'm like, well, the next morning I'm going to ask her what happened. And it may be, I got distracted, I had too many showings, I had an office meeting. Um, so it's not letting the other off the hook, but it's sometimes maybe trying to help out with not just the scripts, but again, accountability. So it works for us. No, that's great because I, you know, I don't think I know. I mean, a lot of people, they're, 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 a lot of people are not role playing, number one. Um, and number two, having that accountability partner on the back end to be able to have someone to hold you accountable to something. So you, it sounds like that relationship kind of morphed into that over time. Is that right? Um, it did. And I can tell you probably in the past, I think we've been doing this for about a year mm -hmm. and we're terrible at the beginning. We would stumble through it because we didn't have an internalized after you do it every single day. And we rarely skip like she might've been sick one day and skipped um, and that's usually the only time that one of us will skip is if, if we're like sick. Um, and we've role played when we're like barely talking because our voice is lost, that kind of thing. But you internalize the script. Um, you're able to not be stumped. You're able to respond and listen instead of like focusing on the words on the script because you know it. And then sometimes 
the way she says things or the way I say things, I notice it gets morphed into the other script and it, it works because maybe the way you're saying something is not being received well with somebody at the other end of the phone. So um, it helps you become more conversational, I think is what I'm trying to say. Well, it's great. I mean, it's just repetition, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's like the more you do something, it's the better you become. And and what, what, what I love about it is, and I don't care if you're working with one person or five people, it's that you you don't want to practice on your clients. 100%. Right? You, you, mm -hmm. you want to you practice somebody else. So, all right. So then I, I got to ask then. So what's your accountability numbers for the day? What's uh, what, what, what what's Kelly's goal for the day? Or I shouldn't say goal, okay. what minimum standard, if you will. Um, 21. So I know if I start just a little bit after eight in the morning, usually by nine, I should be at five-ish yeah. on a bad day. Um, you know, if I start late, I'm behind. So between eight and nine, I should be able to get like three rounds in if I'm dialing somewhere between 10 and 15 in each round. Um, I just keep track on a piece of paper. I kind of write it as a fraction, like here's two over 20 minutes. And I don't so much worry about the time part of that or how many dials I do. It is the amount of people that I talk to. So, you know, not every conversation is perfect. Um, I, don't, I stopped counting leads. I was doing that for a little bit last year. Um, and then putting them in a folder and following up. And then it's like false hope is what it felt like. So I, I've, I've stopped doing that so much as just focusing on, okay, so I need to have at least one appointment per this many days. So even if you go on the appointment and you decide not to take it, or maybe it was not a good property, you have done the work. And eventually when you do enough of that, you get the outcome that you want. So you said 21 contacts, so I'm going to venture to guess the intention is three-hour shift, seven contacts an hour, right? And uh, That's, you know, that's about average. I think last week it was somewhere between like seven and ten I could get in an hour. Okay. Um, if I'm not messing around and like, you know, taking breaks, that kind of thing. It helped when we did the, um, the Monday just prospecting day. Oh, that was, that was phenomenal. I just tried to keep up with you. <laughs> so I, I went beyond my number that day. And then if I, if I have a day that I know I didn't hit my number, guess what? Now I've got to add more the next day or by the end of the week. So Vulcan has the little tool um, that you can go and you can put your numbers in. I don't, again, pay too much attention to the amount of time because I know I'm, I'm spending a lot of time on the dialer and yeah. that's okay because that is helping me to get to where I need to be. Um, last Monday when we did the prospecting day, I think it was at like 200 and something dials. So I would make myself crazy if I looked at how many dials it was versus, you know, I hit like 24 contacts. Um, so yeah, that was, that was decent. And um, that when you try and just be consistent with that, your results come a little faster. So that helps. Now, do you know enough into your numbers as to how many contacts you typically get per an appointment? Uh, are, yeah, are you, you were going to ask me that, and I should have figured that out. Um, if, some days, okay, so I could go through 24 and not get an appointment, and the next day the first person who answers, then I have an of appointment. Course. Of course. So I think that day specifically I was on dial three or, or conversation three, yeah. and then that one actually came through my phone while I was dialing, and it was fear of influence. I probably shouldn't count that. Um, but the previous month, I think I went on one appointment per week. 
you know what, just because we go on appointments doesn't mean that we love all of them and we take any of them. Of course. So um, I, I'm probably going to have to go and change my numbers as far as like, okay, how many appointments I go on to how many that I actually choose to take. See, that's a good statement right there. How many do I choose to take? Because mm-hmm. when we, especially when we deal with expireds and for sale by owners, there's many reasons the expireds, number one, did not sell. You know, and there's many reasons that for sale by owners are for sale by owners, right? So, like, yeah. what would be a reason that you would choose to not take a listing? Um, there was one I can think of that I went on and I walked into uh, the courtyard of it. It was a townhome and it was, I didn't even have to go in. And I thought, holy cow, these people are hoarders. So it was listed in the other agent prior to didn't have the decency to say we need to present ourselves in the best possible light. So I know in my market, people expect me to have, you know, properties that are clean and look like model homes and not every home can look like a model home, but we as agents need to be really upfront with our sellers and let them know, here's what it's going to take to get top dollar for your property. Um, you know, there, there are investors who will go and make offers on things if they don't choose to do repairs, but no agent wants to go into a dirty property. Um, the other thing that I saw, especially last month was, you know, when you start to really drill down, they don't need to sell. They aren't a motivated seller. Um, there's a little bit of that out in this market. So I think we have to ask really deep questions so that we don't waste our time. And we can keep dialing and find people who are actually motivated and do need to move. Now, when you say, like, can you give me a couple, when you say deep questions, you know I'm going to ask on that one. Mm-hmm. Like, what questions would you consider? We're talking about motivation-based questions, right? And, you know, it's the who, the what, the where, and the why, okay? And right. what are some of your go-tos to figure out, like, all right, do I have a viable seller? Right. Um, today I had one on the phone, and I asked him because he – they sometimes will contradict themselves. So you really truly have to listen. So he said, well, I don't really need to sell. And so then I asked him, well, you know what, while you were on the market, you obviously had a place that you were thinking of moving to. So what did that look like? Um, and they said, well, you know, I don't really need to be in this area because I may homeschool my kids now. And he didn't give me a straight answer. Um, but I'm trying to figure out like, are you thinking of moving into a specific neighborhood a specific town, you have to transfer out of town, or you're just trying this out. Because if they're just trying it out, we're just sometimes wasting our marketing dollars and our time. And when I'm wasting my time, I'm not being able to feed my kids. And so that's an important piece of this is, you know, as agents, we have to make money. This is what we do. That was very, very true. And it's, it's digging in because I mean, it's it's getting the right proper listings that are going to sell because if you don't have a motivated seller, you may as well not have a seller at all. Right. Right. And um, you know, and and just going in properly pre-qualifying, you know, I think is super important with that. Um, And, you know, just getting, getting those right people. And then it was funny. I want to kick back something else you said is, is you said that you got a a listing and an SOI called, right. Mm -hmm. That's what I like to call prospecting karma. Right. Because it, it's called prospect. It's because it's like, you know, you put in hours after hours after hours, nothing pops out of it, but then suddenly something comes somewhere else. It doesn't matter where the business comes from. 
And the thing is with that particular one that, in my opinion, that should be counted as a contact and an appointment mm -hmm. for the day. Right? I did. <laughs> okay, you better, you better have done that. You better yeah. have done that. You better have done that. So, um, so, so you're, so you're working in, you, you have four, you have four kids that are there as well? Because I know a lot of people are working from home nowadays. I do. Um, one is supposed to technically be here. The other two moved back. I have one that just graduated from um, Rollins in Winter Park and was accepted into the number one um, veterinary school in the world. Congratulations. So I'm prospecting to make dollars to pay for her to go to the UK. So um, it's a, a pretty big thing. And um, it's, so I have a big why. Um, I think as an agent, you have to know what your why is and it needs to be big. Yeah. Um, so yeah, mine got bigger here recently. <laughs> well, congratulations. That's amazing. That's, that's absolutely awesome. Um, all right. So I'm curious, since you're role playing so much, um, would you do me the honor of, do, of doing a role play with me? Is, is that something absolutely. you'd be open to? All right, sweet. Yeah. Um, what, what do you, dealer's choice, expired, visible, whatever you want to do. I'll be, uh, I'll be moderate to, uh, severely difficult. Okay. So, um, I'm going to do expired. You want to be the seller? Sure. Okay, go easy on me. <laughs> moderate. I'll be moderate. I'll be moderate. I'll be moderate. Okay, ring, ring. Hello. Good morning. I'm looking for Aaron. This is Masters Calling. Hi, Aaron. This is Kelly. I'm a local agent, and I'm sure you figured out by now that your home has come up as being off the market. Mm -hmm. So I was calling to see when do you plan to interview the right agent for the job of selling your home? You know, I got to tell you, um, I think we're just going to relist with um, with the same agent that had the house before. Um, I mean, they, they had up for a while, but I, I'm, I'm pretty committed to them right now. Okay. I do respect the loyalty, but Aaron, if you sold this home, where did you plan to go next? Um, we were going to go to San Jose, California. California. That's exciting. And what was your time frame of needing to be there? Um, you know, we're thinking about getting there sometime within the next, like, you know, three months, I want to say, give or take. But, um, you know, like I said, I, I, I think we're committed to, uh, you know, to Sally Mae, you know, relist with her. Um, but if it doesn't work out, you know, I've got your number. I can call you back. Well, Aaron, I can truly appreciate that. So Sally Mae had you on the market for um, six months. So tell me, what, what do you think stopped the home from selling during that time? Oh, I have no idea. I mean, we, we, I don't think we did enough open houses. I think like 13 or 15 more open houses would have, died, would have gotten the job done. Okay, so sounds like you needed more activity through seeing her more doing open houses. So how did you happen to pick her when you listed initially? Oh, she was referred to me by my um, by my cousin, Stan. A referral, that's great. And what did she do that you liked best? Oh, she's just such a nice person. Nice person. That's a great start. So, what do you feel she should have done other than more open houses? Well, just more open houses, you know, because I'm open houses sell property. So. Okay, and what will you expect from the next agent that you choose, Aaron? Oh, uh, the um, well, I mean, like I said, she's coming over. Um, in two days to um, sit down and have a conversation with us. So, Well, Aaron, I would love to be able to give you a second opinion, really give you a good solid plan. I would love to meet with you face to face. Uh, when would be best for you today at five or tomorrow at noon? I mean, what would you do differently that she wouldn't do? That's a really great question. I would love to have that conversation with you face to face. So would um, today at noon or tomorrow at five work best for you? Um, how much, all right, so let me ask, how much do you, how much you charge? Also a great question. That can be one of the first things that we talk about when we meet. So will all decision makers be there tomorrow at five? 
Oh, that was good. That was slick right there. Um, yes, my, my, my wife will be around. Perfect. I look forward to meeting you and seeing you then. You're so pleasant. I could listen to you talk all day long. <laughs> you know, it's like you have me who's got this like gruff, like Illinois, New York, Florida accent. Oh, no, I think you're very effective. <laughs> it was, it was great. Like, it, that was great. Like, it, it's because as you know, I'm a big believer and it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And you were so pleasant to speak to. And I don't mean that just to be nice. I don't say that often. And you had your script. And no matter which way I went, you just brought it right back to baseline. I came here, you bring there, blah, 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 blah. And you didn't really like answer any of the questions, which wasn't bad. You more or less kind of bypassed them. And what I loved seeing was when you're like, what did I say? Um, what are you going to do differently? And you didn't be like, well, we do aerial photos and open houses because there's no value in that. And mm -hmm. you just came out and said, that's the first thing we'll discuss tomorrow. And then what I loved was you're like, I said something about the commission and you're like, well, all the decision makers be whatever when I come by tomorrow at five o'clock. <laughs> you're like, you're like, I'm, you know, you're just like, there's just nothing else going on here whatsoever. So, no, that, that was that was great. And you're you, like I said, um, that was um, I could listen to you talk all day long. So thank you for that. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, I, I one of the things that I've learned from all the Vulcan people um, stay on script and it we know more than they do and we should be better at keeping them on task. And you're gonna sell yourself better in person than you do on the phone. You're, you just can use, you know, not only the verbal cues, but being able to see someone is a really big deal. So I would all day long rather sit in front of someone <laughs> and have a conversation with them. You're either gonna know you want that listing or you don't, and you're gonna know whether you can communicate effectively with that seller or sellers. Um, versus answering all these things on the phone and then they try and line us up together and see how we're different. Um, they're only going to let so many people into the house. Right. So you have a better chance if you can just get in the door. And I made little hash marks every time I asked for the clothes and you didn't go there and I hit three. So um, it might have been more. I don't know. I was just kind of counting like, golly. <laughs> And that was me going easy on that was me going easy on you right there. Um, <laughs> moderate, moderate. I was going moderate, moderate, moderate. Okay. Um, so, so what? Um, so, so when it comes to like your production or whatever, like what are you most proud of right now? I mean, what, what's like the one thing you're like th this? I'm proud of. I think if you just never stop and you're consistent, then you will get the results that you need. So I'm proud of the fact that, you know, when I'm scheduled, I know when I'm off. Like, I know that you tried to do this last Friday and I said, it's my birthday and I'm not going to work on my birthday. And so I took it off and I chose not to answer my phone that day. So I know when I'm working, um, I have a boundary in that sense and I know what my numbers should be. And if I don't start to hit my numbers effectively, um, then I'm going to add days but um, I think if you're consistent, you should be proud of what you do. Um, I think there's always, you know, something new that we can learn from other people, whether they're new people on the Vulcan calls, whether they're, you know, people like you who are throwing some extra scripts out there saying, try this. Um, you can get really great ideas, but you have to personalize, make it your own, make it work for your business. 100%, 100%. So let me ask you this. A brand new agent comes, knocks on your door. And it's like, Kelly, give me some advice. What's one piece of advice you're going to give this brand new, fresh off the, uh, the, the exam agent? 
okay, so I actually have 16 mentees. So I, I get this all the time. Um, and I tell them, take your phone, it's already your database, and start to just communicate with five of those people a day. Um, how many people actually do that? I don't know. They call me with a 911, hey, and I need to write a contract. So I know pretty quickly who's actually talking about real estate. If they're not willing to go and actually have a conversation, then they're not going to make it and they will be out of the business. So, I mean, we just, with the dialer, we're able to create more conversations and more opportunities. Um, you can actually take who's in your phone and who is every place else that you have just people randomly written down on a notebook or um, in a Gmail, that kind of thing, and stick them in Vulcan and dial that way and hit your sphere of influence maybe once or twice a month with very little effort. So there, there are a number of things you can do, but I would say start with who you know. Right. Um, but you have to practice because you don't also want to, you know, not know what to say to your own friends. I was, I, I was waiting. Like, like I said, you don't want to try out on your potential. You don't want to practice on your potential clients. That's the last place you want to practice. So, um, all right, this was awesome. This is awesome. Like I said, you've got like your phone voice is just second to none. I don't know if, you know, it's, it's amazing. It's an absolutely amazing you. voice you have. You're welcome. Um, what is your final last words here for everybody in Vulcan seven nation here, if you will. I think, um, be consistent. So if you're going to dial five days, actually dial five days. If you've set it as a goal to dial for an hour, then actually do it. Um, don't be so concerned right off the bat. I've been doing this for a day. I haven't seen results. You haven't put the time in. So um, it takes time to get to where you need to be, but you have to be consistent with it. You can't just dial one day a month and then think, well, I didn't get anything from that system because that's, that's not a good way to approach it. So with anything, you have to put an effort. You know, I, I work out every day. Um, I don't get to be stronger if I don't show up at the gym. Right. So that that's a discipline. So I think we really have to be disciplined with our business, um, just like with everything else. There we go. Well, Kelly, I want to say thank you so much for hanging out with me for a little bit. Um, this is great. You, you really, really gave some great information here. And um, Kelly, when someone has a referral in Palm mm -hmm. Beach Gardens, what is the best way to get in touch with you? Call me on the phone. Um, or if it's during prospecting hours, I would say text me. It's 561-389-4107. Got it. All right. Well, like I said, if you need anybody in Palm Beach Gardens, um, if you need uh, – she's got plenty of role play partners. If you want another one, message her, by the way. She's amazing. And um, I just want to say thank you so much for being here and um, have an amazing rest of the day, okay? Thank you so much. You're welcome. Take care.